Hello and welcome to Sporecast, a Canadian podcast discussing patient-oriented research. Research done in partnership with patients. I'm Beverly Pomeroy. And I'm Lisa Ridgway. And we are patient partners who sit on a variety of patient councils and advisory groups, all with the vision to encourage research to answer research questions that matter to patients and aim to improve healthcare. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you will be inspired to get involved and create your own impact in order to support healthcare research be more relevant and meaningful. Please enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Sporecast's introductory episode. I'm Beverly Pomeroy. And I'm Lisa Ridgway. Sporecast is a Canadian podcast discussing patient-oriented research, research done in partnerships with patients. S-P-O-R, SPOR, stands for the Strategy for Patient-Oriented Research and was developed by the Canadian Institute of Health Research, Canada's main funding body. (laughs) That's quite the mouthful there, Lisa. (laughs) So patient-oriented research is about engaging patients, their caregivers and families as partners in the research process. So this engagement helps to ensure that studies focus on patient-identified priorities, which ultimately, I, I think, believe, leads to better patient outcomes. I believe as well. And that goal is to transform the role of patients from passive receivers of healthcare services to proactive partners who help shape health research and, a result, our healthcare. So, again, quite the mouthful. (laughs) So, in layman's terms, what Lisa and I are trying to say is we as patients, caregivers, and our families, we have the opportunity to partner with researchers to look at healthcare issues that are important important to us. As an example for me, and you'll find out why in a little bit, pediatric palliative care is something I'm passionate about. So, I would be invited or seek out opportunities to participate in research around that subject. Right. Could be on pain and symptom management, developing a framework for having difficult conversations, you name it. Absolutely. And and for me, I'm really passionate about health, mental health, and recovery from mental illness. I've blogged about it, I've written about it, and people have come up to me after they've read my stuff and they've said, hey, you know, how can I help? How, How can I get involved in research? And I I think the more patients involved in mental health research, the better. And, you know, that's a pretty difficult conversation to have with your family or friend, let alone share with a complete stranger. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So why did we create Sporecast? So Lisa and I, as you probably heard in our intro piece, is that we are patient partners. And Lisa and I sit on a variety of patient councils, all with the aim to improve health outcomes through our lived experience. And uh, Lisa and I had the opportunity and privilege to attend Alberta Spore Summer Institute uh, this last year. And of course, we met Sick Boy Podcast. Oh my God, they were so funny. (laughs) I'm not sure they'll ever let us back into Alberta, Bev. You know, like all great ideas, Sporecast was hatched over a dinner conversation And as I remember, I think there might have been some wine. (laughs) And I think there were also some very interesting people. You know, you know how we all use that phrase, the strong, silent type? Well, Bev, I like the strong, loud type. (laughs) And I like conversations that are hatched over dinner and wine. 
Well, and that's kind of what happened, right? We were there with a bunch of patient partners, and we always have these extraordinary conversations. Lisa and I get together at different meetings and different events. You know, we have researchers around, medical students, healthcare professionals, I mean, other patients and families. And we really do have these amazing conversations about health, healthcare, health outcomes, how we can you know, kind of contribute to that. So the Sporecast, really what we wanted to do and what hatched out of that was we wanted to create a platform where we can share these conversations and where you, the listener, can learn and contribute along with us. Yep, we can't do it without you. And I think just for everybody's sake, we should maybe tell a little bit more about our own personal story. Yeah, so this is where we get a little personal for sure. And we're going to share why we were here as patient partners. And so, Lisa, why is this so important to you? Well, um, I've got a story, and it doesn't really have an ending, but it definitely really has a beginning. My brother passed away of blood cancer, and, you know, he was uh, my big brother. He was my only sibling, and I was a Tom girl, and I followed him around. I mean, can you imagine it? Would there be anything worse for a teenage boy than having a little blonde girl trooping around? (laughs) So anyways, we did a couple of bone marrow transplants, and he got a few more years of life. The last transplant didn't work, and for a long time, I blamed myself. So I took a deep dive down. But thankfully, some really courageous people helped me get back on my feet. I went to a day hospital every day for nine months. Wow. Try that one on for size. (laughs) Well, as I became well, I got more interested in research and mental health. And there's some really great stuff in mental health research going on at University of British Columbia and UVic that I'm involved in as a patient partner. That's a great story, Lisa. Thanks. And, and I know that's such a, an important part of your lived experience and your story. And similarly to you, I have a story. So right my journey began, and unfortunately, there was an ending in my story. So mine began when my younger child, Sophia, I have three kids, two boys, and then Sophia. And she was born with a rare, uh, complex, chronic condition. Nobody else had this particular genetic abnormality. She was the only one kind of in the universe. Uh, so I spent the next 16 years navigating our healthcare wow. system as a parent caregiver, right? We talk a lot about caregivers uh, like yourself, you know, so we, we navigated hospitals, you know, outpatient clinics, pharmacies, community support, uh, the gamut of services within our community and beyond. And ultimately, unfortunately, palliative and end of life care. So my, my sweet little girl, Sophia passed away at the age of 16, just uh, on January 1st, 2017. So that's kind of where my lived experience comes from. So after taking some time off, I began to pop my head up. And similarly to you, I really wanted to shape this next stage of my life to have impact, right? To take our tragedy, to take our lived experience and find some purpose and some meaningful engagement. So it took me a little while to kind of get my feet wet. Um, but then I started collaborating and, of course, you know, having, having met you here, Lisa, and finding opportunities that were both interesting and impacting So, you know, two years later, here we are with our podcast, you know, and and my personal goal is to play a leadership role in this rapidly evolving world of patient engagement and patient-oriented research to really build collaboration and increase empowerment, my own as well as others, uh, ultimately to improve health outcomes based on our experience for all of us. Way to go, Bev. That's a great um, and a very moving story. And thank you for sharing. I think it's important for the listeners to appreciate um, why 
we're doing this. So now you have an idea of why. Exactly. So we've touched on that, our why, which is patient partners is the most important part, our lens and our lived experience in healthcare. Well, I think now that we've touched on the why and the what, we should also discuss the how, whether that's around engaging patients, what roles can and do they play in health research, um, how do they find these patient-oriented research oh, opportunities? That's the biggest question, I think. Here's another big one. Do they get compensated for that? <laughs> no, no. Well, how do you create a safe space for patients? How do you make them valued? How does cultural humility and diversity show up in health research? Wow. How do we measure impact? There's so many examples. Totally. And it seems, I don't know, my experience uh, and probably yours as well, Lisa, that the pa- as, as patient-oriented research grows, the list of questions around the what, the who, the how, and the why, it, it, just, seem, it just seems to be growing with it. Yes. It's, it's all about having a conversation to start off with and many conversations and giving a platform for dialogue where you and I, Bev, we can take what we're doing anyway and simple record it for others to learn and contribute. And that's the whole point of this. And speaking of contributing, it's not just about Lisa and I and our lived experience. You know, we really want listeners to contribute, whether you're a patient partner or a patient or a caregiver, whether you're a researcher, a medical student, uh, what's going to make this work in having conversations is having diverse yes. voice, uh, you know, with us. So you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at spore underscore cast. That's spore, S-P-O-R underscore cast, C-A-S-T. We can also be reached via email, sporecast1 at gmail.com or visit our website, www.sporecast.ca. And don't forget our hashtag, sporecast. And this can't happen with other people, without other people contributing. We really need and we want to encourage everyone who's listening out there, any stakeholder in the system, mm-hmm. to contribute and learn. We can all learn from each other's lenses. We can all learn from each other's experiences. We really want your input. Thank you for joining Sportcast today. We hope you will be inspired to get involved and create your own impact through patient engagement in patient-oriented research and help healthcare research be more relevant and meaningful. If you'd like to get in touch with us and learn more, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at spore underscore cast. That's spore, S-P-O-R underscore cast, C-A-S-T, hashtag sporecast. We can also be reached via email at sporecast1 at gmail.com or visit our website, www.sporecast.ca.